Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report, live post-game edition, um, just after the loss to the New York Islanders here, 6-3 final uh, in that one. But, you know, overall, it was a pretty close game. We'll get into it a little bit later, but you know, yeah. not, not the most disappointing of losses. And as we talked about on the, the live stream, if the Ducks win, yay, the Ducks won. If the Ducks oh. lose... Connor Four. Bernard. The tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like it's it's a win-win even when you lose. I'm gonna sleep very peacefully tonight, knowing that the Anaheim Ducks lost and it gives us a better chance at Connor Bernard. Me too. Uh we, <laughs> we got Andy Smith joining us in the chat saying hi guys. Hello, What's going Andy. on, Andy. Welcome back. Good to see you again. Um we uh, we were also talking on the stream about um, Little Caesars, and I was like, "Ooh, I haven't had Little Caesars in a long time. I could really go for some uh, some good greasy Little Caesars pizza." I go out to fill up my water bottle between streams. There's a Little Caesars box sitting on the what? Yeah, on the counter. So I grabbed a crazy breadstick because I mean, obviously. But damn, I could really go for like some KFC. Okay, now close your eyes and open them. Do you see KFC? No, I just see you. Oh. <laughs> and I don't look like a, a, a greasy, deep-fried chicken wing with 11 herbs and spices? No, you don't, unfortunately. Okay. I will, <laughs> I will cover myself in bread crumbs and Italian seasoning and chives and whatever else I can find. And oh, what was, late, make you happy. what was the late-night show where we are completely off our rockers at this point? <laughs> and hungry. <laughs> and, and, and hungry. very hungry. <laughs> I haven't had supper yet, and it yeah. is currently uh, 10.38 local time. Yeah, see, I have. I'm just, you know, just a hungry boy. Growing boy who needs his food. I have not. I had a breakfast wrap at like 10 this morning. Don't tell me that's all you've had. I had had some Timbits. Other than that, that's what I've had today. So (laughs) I I am getting hungry at this point. (laughs) I I would hope so, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, we better make this a quick one so you can have a bite to eat. Um yeah, we will talk very, very quickly about the Preds and Ducks game that happened over on Sunday, but that was a couple days ago now. Then we'll get into the Islanders-Ducks game, uh, surprisingly. A couple pieces of news to talk about 
At this time of year, we'll take yeah, that. That's that's right? pretty good. Uh, a Gulls update, some upcoming games, and a very quick What's Quacking, which I think I know what it is. I think I saw it earlier today, but uh, yep. won't, won't spoil the surprise. So shall we get into the uh, Preds and Ducks game here? Yeah, let's do it. Ducks securing a single point from the overtime loss in this one to the Preds, uh, which I think they're lucky to get considering it was 4-2 with just a couple minutes left, uh, about two and a half minutes to go, and then, yeah, a couple uh, goals with the empty net with the goaltender pulled and, you know, right back in it. Yeah, the uh, the Ducks kind of were... It felt back and forth in this game a little bit. The The Predators in particular are just a very interesting team to me right now. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, so what would you classify the Predators at uh, as during the trade deadline? Oh, they were sellers, 100%. Like, they got, rid of they, are, they, are Rider, this, they got rid of a couple other guys. Uh, they get Geno, this close yeah. to squeaking into the playoffs right now. Which is weird. I don't know if it's, like, yeah. the guys that are left are like, no, no, you, you might be selling the farm or not selling farm, but you guys might be selling to like you know but try and get gonna, assets but we're not we're ready we're trying try. we're, we're making playoffs here like are you kidding me we're like you know first second or, or i guess third fourth wild card at this point and especially with the jets looking a little rough these days yeah and so it's it's wide open yeah so. so as it stands right now as i'm looking at the nhl app uh the nashville predators 65 games played and 75 points compared to the jets uh, who are at 68 games played with 79 points. Yeah. So, so you know, the Preds give me first-year Vegas vibes. In in the Not in the sense that, you know, all the players are, like, rejects, but, like, everyone's got a chip on their shoulder. Like, okay, no, like, we, we, we thought like, we were nah, playing okay yeah, this season, but, like, yeah. we're, we're, we're not ready to give up. Like, we're, we're pushing now. Like, they've just got that little bit of... Um, yeah, I guess just a chip on their their shoulder going into it. So my my mm-hmm. hot take is Nashville Predators make the Western Conference Finals. So they make the Western Conference Finals. They make the Western Conference Final. That's like my hot take. Third round. Third round, and then they get knocked out by whoever it is. But that's my take. So you're saying that Nashville, as it stands, squeaks into the wild card. Squeaks into the wild card, and uh, currently would be playing the Vegas Golden Knights. You're thinking yep. that they get past that first round alone. Yep. There's hot takes. There's scorching hot takes. And then there's whatever hot diarrhea just <laughs> came out of your mouth there. That <laughs> is a take and it. a half, and it's so much of a take that I am going to write it down, and I'm going to hold you to it. Okay, sounds good. Do it. And if it happens, I want you to frame that for me with a little gold plaque that just says, Carter was right. And if I die, put it on my tombstone. But if I don't between now and then, which hopefully not, knock on wood, then just just, 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 just a framed photo. And I'll put it right here, right on the wall behind us. So you have to look at it twice a week, every week, just right there. You got her down. Just getting the last. Okay, what's the what's the date today? March fifteenth. Yeah. So 
See, and, th- and there's a reason I'm saying it's a very hot take. It's because it's very unlikely, and I know that. But I think if they make the playoffs, they got a little bit of momentum uh, that, that could take them a, a good way, I think. Yeah, I think if the Preds make it, they don't, they're not just a first-round exit. So, What are you writing? A, a, a whole novel? Are you writing it in, like, three different languages? No. Um, one, I'm making sure my handwriting's actually neat. Why? Oh, for when it gets framed. No, just for the for the camera to see. Okay. But also just adding, you said this on March 15th, 2023, and I made the note that Nashville is currently four points out of a playoff spot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm just throwing it around, apparently. With games in hand, though. Right? Did you not just say with, that? Yeah, with games in hand. With games in hand. Making, like... Like a hot take is them making the playoffs, and that's not even like that hot. It's like a no. mild. Yeah, exactly. So, kind so why would I do that? That's not going to get us clicks. <laughs> <laughs> but a hot take is, yeah, them making the Western Conference yeah. Finals. It's more I'll likely right, than Calgary I'll tell you right now. If that happens, it's purely because of UC Saros. Purely because of UC Saros. No other reason we, at all. We we've seen that. Probably every year where a hot goalie drags a team and that shouldn't be in the playoffs into the playoffs. Who would you say it was last year? I don't know. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying like it's a, it's a pretty common occurrence. So, Fair you know what? Well, I don't know. There's, no, I was gonna say Edmonton, but you know, Mike actually, Smith I was just happened I would, to be hot. But I was yeah. gonna say that's what I was gonna say too. To be honest, with you. Dallas, Jake Ottinger. Yeah, the Flames had to pull some voodoo shit to, to get past Jay Gottinger yeah. in particular and they're still paying for it. <laughs> yeah. This year I don't know who I would say it is. Maybe Minnesota with Flurry, but that's not I mean if if the Jets make it then you it, know, would be, with, it would be actually, with too. with Kaprizov out right now though, it would be on Flurry. Yeah, but and he has been playing great as of late. Yeah. Yeah, so there would be that. Anyway, Phoenix, back to- Phoenix Copley with the Kings. There's, there's lots this year. Also. Oh, yeah, that one too, I guess. Yeah. Okay, uh, back to the Preds and the Ducks, though. Um, this one, I feel like, was just a bit of an unlucky game overall. In a way. Yeah. Um, Nashville's first goal was tipped by Colton White's stick while he's playing defense, which, again, kids, if any kids are listening to this, one, why are your parents letting you listen to this? Two, um, <laughs> don't as a goalie, please don't just use the your your stick blade, especially at an angle. Your stick yeah. blade to to block do? a shot. Please don't do that. Yeah. Please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Get your body in front of it if yeah. you're going to block it. But at the same time, stick, you know, sticks out we, of the we've way. Yeah. We, we've paid thousands of dollars for our goalie equipment. It's designed to stop pucks. Yeah. Uh, the third goal against uh, from Nashville as well. You know, was behind the net, tips off Bolio's stick. And then off of the back of John Gibson into mm-hmm. the net, like that, that's just unlucky. Yeah, it's just unlucky overall. So, or or highly skilled by uh, who was it? Novak. Is that who? That's like one? some crosshair from the Bad Batch level. Yeah, ricocheting off of two different things. Uh, accuracy there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other note I had is just yeah, what a what a comeback. The down four two with two and a half minutes left, and you come back to tie the game there. Both goals on, with the empty net. Mm-hmm. That's damn good. Doesn't doesn't happen very often, especially with this team. Like usually, we just kind of give up the empty net goal right away. So, yeah, yeah. 
Um, what else did I have here? What, what, what do you got before I run through all my notes and just oh, go no, through this really quick? Yeah. Um, well, first, before what I have to say, um, we've got Andrew jumping in the chat with a hey, guys. What's going on, Andrew? Uh, says, uh, sorry I'm late on THPN. It's all good. Reminded everyone to hit that like button. Who won and subscribe. The, and subscribe. Who won in the Blues game? 8-5 uh, final for the Wild. So barn burner there. Anyone listening that hasn't seen it yet, go watch <laughs> the almost Jordan Bennington flurry fight. It's all over Twitter. It's a good one. The um, refs saved Bennington from getting his face caved in. Saved his life, yeah. Um, Andrew asks, who won in this game? Currently, we're talking about the Preds one, which was a 5-4 loss. Uh, the Islanders won. It was a 6-3 loss for the Ducks. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, what did I have for this game? Um, I mean, besides what you have, I don't really have a whole lot else um, to add. Okay. Honest, well, then take honestly, the, take, so. take the reins. Okay, okay. Take the sure. Um, I'm going to save these fancy stats for you because that's your thing. Um but yeah, I, I will talk about the delay on Frank Vitrano's goal there in uh, what was it second period? Third yeah, period? I think it was. It was, it was a it was a weird delay on that one. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I mean, yeah, it was like in and out real quick, and because it hit that back bar, like there wasn't like the net totally didn't move, and there what? But there also wasn't like a sound that it was like oh, it hit the post. So and, and then no, no, not even Vitrano. Like usually, the guy who shoots it knows, but he, yeah. he was like. I have no idea, oh, man. Oh, that, like, oh, that went in? Oh, okay, cool. Yay, yeah, bumps. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that, that was the one time where, like, the ref was the only one that knew that it went in, not, like, the guy that shot it. Usually they're like, oh, yeah, I've got that. Like, no yeah, no question about it. Or the goalie, but, like... Ref actually the, had their eyes open for once. <laughs> yeah, it, it, no one else on the ice knew, and nobody in the stands knew. And then the ref was like, yep, we're good. And then they were like, oh, it's a goal. And then Honda Sender erupts. And then yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. Shit, it was, okay. like, such a delayed non-reaction for a tying goal yeah right getting into the third period like. yeah yeah it was it was really interesting but you know yeah. but also just like what a shot by vetrano he's uh oh yeah he just ripped that thing yeah he's, he's got such a wicked shot yeah and, yeah I, I love that he is actually willing to shoot as well um so it's it's very beneficial yeah it has been a while like not discrediting you know like troy terry or uh Trevor's egress or any guys like that but like to have somebody who's just in that mentality to shoot, right? Like yeah. a little bit more of a shoot first, pass second type guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it is. It is quite nice for sure. So. Yeah, um, um, and sorry, just correction on the the bank goal that you were talking about. That third Nashville goal that was um, former Anaheim Duck Kiefer Sherwood banking that in. Oh, of course it was. Gibson. Of course yeah, it was. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> what else do you not, expect? <laughs> not Novak, who I had initially said, who had a three-point night, two uh, goals, and an assist on the Sherwood goal. So, um, but uh, yeah, just, just a little correction there. So, But yeah, of, of course it was a former Duck. Yeah. That scores that. So, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you have here for some uh, some of these fancy numbers? Um. Yeah, I guess if we're talking about the goal scoring right now, uh, just, you know, capitalized on pretty much all shot types, which mm-hmm. you don't normally see, especially from this Ducks team. Um, and also on UC Soros in particular there. Uh, the Ducks, uh, this is coming from Natural Stat Trick. Uh, the, du- yeah, the Ducks capitalizing on one high danger goal, uh, mm-hmm. one medium danger, and two low danger goals. Oh. Wow. Not something you 
typically see out of uh out of sorrows for sure so no definitely not he but he has had a little bit of a weird year for sorrows like like still a good yeah. year but just you know not not quite himself maybe so yeah, yeah the, this the, these numbers uh, kind of speak to it yeah this game in particular it was 892 uh for the save percentage there 33 saves on 37 shots yeah so yeah, quite, not your, quite out not of your typical yes yeah, and especially for you know a game that went to overtime yeah right? so, yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, not your usual sorrows game, but mm-hmm. shows that he that he that he is human. Yeah. So, um, but he did make some he did make some big stops in this game. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. as well the the Silverberg one that it uh, went off the post, went right back to Silverberg, mm-hmm. and Sorrows just got his toe on uh, on the rebound shot there. So, yeah, and and yeah, he like hit it like kind of as it was like pa- passing him, like it wasn't he got the pad out to stop it, like he literally just like kicked it with the skate blade yeah. to knock it out of the way. Like, which was, like he, yeah, he hit it and redirected it. So yeah, it's absolutely just in nuts. time kind of thing. Yeah. So. And th- that's the Saros that everyone knows, yeah. I think, because it's his ability to make those saves. But I got a feel for Silverberg too. Like, dude's like goals are hard to come by for him <laughs> as of in the, late. In and, his, and he gets robbed twice in the span of four seconds. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, four seconds. I'd say, yeah. I'd say it's like one, two seconds. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, um... Jones, McTavish, and Terry mm. has been an interesting line. And it's been interesting good. in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And especially in this game uh in particular here. Um, and I will take a look as well when we get to the Islanders game, how they uh how they were looking. But um, yeah, that uh, line played eleven minutes in the Nashville game, uh five on five. Um a point six seven expected goals for a point zero four expected against. Damn. And getting that just doesn't a goal as a line. That's, yeah, it was nuts what, yeah, uh, really what, what they were doing in this game here. Um, and then to, to break it down a little bit, uh, we'll start with uh, Max Jones, who we're, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about as well later, especially in regards to uh, the Islanders yeah, game. Uh, Jones putting up an assist with uh, just under 14 minutes of time on ice. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you got Troy Terry putting up a goal with just over 20 minutes and uh, a minute and a half on, on the power play. And then Mason McTavish putting up two goals in just over 18 minutes of time on ice with a minute and a half of that being on the power play. He's got three goals and four points in his last five games, uh, at least up to the Predators game now. Yeah. Um, it's for Good for uh, 16 goals and 40 points on the season. Nice. Hitting that 40-point plateau. So um, that's, that's pretty good. Just a couple points shy of guaranteeing himself like a half a point per game pace, which is yeah. solid. I, I guess he would be around like a point six, point seven, Yeah, ish, somewhere in there, just quick estimating um, yeah. point per game pace, So, which, which is pretty solid. He's, I saw he's second in the rookie scoring race. I think Beniers had 48 yeah. as of last night, and I guess they didn't play tonight, so yeah. Yeah, I think at this so. point, unless McTavish like just goes off in a game, I think it is Beniers, like the rookie scoring yeah. title. But, Especially because the Kraken are in a playoff position. So it does, it does yeah, kind of play into it. But yeah, yeah. I, and, I do uh, really... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, with uh, the Islanders game finished now as well, so that uh, will take off a goal for McTavish. Uh, so that'll be two goals in his last five and uh, and three points in his last five, which is still yeah. really good, oh, though. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, just with this line, I, I think that Jones and McTavish have a really solid chemistry together. I think... 
I, I like we we talked about Zegris and McTavish being complementary in a way that like Zegris can be feeding McTavish, and we see that on the power play. I think it works quite well. But the Ducks are obviously a better team when those two are on separate lines as as your separate centermen, like line one and two. Yeah. Um, but I think Jones has kind of emerged as maybe not like you know a top passer, but he's good at retrieving the puck and get, being physical yeah. and, and hard on the forecheck. And then he just yeah, kind of say, throws it in the... Sure. He just kind of gives not not necessarily like crisp tape-to-tape passes, but he can at least get it to an area where McTavish can then make a play on it. And, mm. um, you know, not not to take away from Jones. Like, he, he, does, he can make those nice passes, but like, just not as efficiently, I guess, as we've seen from Zegris before. Um, but... You know, this, I think that pairing as a line works really, really well together. Um, and I mean, Terry's good on that line as well. Obviously, you talked that he had a goal, and uh, Terry's obviously a really good player, but I think he fits better with Trevor Zegris. So I think yeah, just I, l- looking forward to the offseason, one of the moves that um, needs to be made by Pat Verbeek is getting a. No. Middle six, right, or I guess top six, we'll say top six, a top six right winger that can um, be with Jones and McTavish on that line that would complement them in in some way, either like a good passer or maybe a a more defensive forward or someone who's just well-rounded, can pass, can shoot, whatever, multiple threats. Um, Because then I think we got a dangerous top six, especially with Terry moving up or being able to move up with Zegers. So, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely yeah. agree. Sorry, I'm, yeah. just, I'm trying to see as well just how this oh, yeah. line is done, like outside of this game, like just kind of. Oh yeah, for sure. As no, a whole here, so yeah, I don't think they've played together a ton, but um, yeah, just while you're pulling that up, Jones, I, I think he's looked really well. I don't know if it's because he's getting top six minutes, so he's just kind of trying to prove himself a bit, or um, or, or if he's just really starting to emerge as like the first round pick that we drafted him as. Now that he's 25 and kind of entering his prime and um you know not being bogged down by um lingering season long injuries or extended injuries or anything like that he's he's yeah. just really finding some consistency in his game he plays physically he's aggressive on pucks and he's just complimenting McTavish really well i think like he's just found like a good line mate as well so yeah just props to how jones is playing and, and i mean i don't think we sign him to a huge deal but i hope um because I think he is up this year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it, Jones? Yeah. I don't think he is. No? If I remember correctly. I'll let you, let you tell oh, me yep. if I'm wrong. Uh, Three-year deal signed um, before the season before. So, yeah, he's in the second yeah. year of that deal. So, at 1.295 mil. So, then, uh, so yeah. Two more years, and then he is still an RFA with a qualifying offer of one point five million. So, I mean, I was kind of yeah. hoping that he would be up for a contract this year because we could sign him for a little bit of term, you know, four or five years at a, a lower rate. But you know, if next year he really picks up the pace playing with McTavish and insert off-season acquisition right winger here, then might might be a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Paycheck for Jones. I mean, I don't think anything crazy. I don't think we're gonna pay yeah. him like six, seven mil. But you, you all, I don't think Jones is the type of guy. I mean, happy for him to prove me wrong, but I don't think you want to pay him. You know, five years, four or five mil, 
million dollars. Like, I think that's a little bit yeah, high, but I feel I like it'd be like three and self kind of thing. Like three mil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd even pay as high as four, like yeah. four years, four million. Like, I think that's fine, especially yeah. um, considering his age. He's, he's fairly young. He's played in the NHL for a while. So, yeah. So that line has, uh, it's apparently played 15 games together. However, it's only been 70, like about 77 minutes total. Okay. Um, so a bit more like kind of on the fly and now it's been a bit yeah. more as of late. Um, but even so, uh, 2.6 expected goals for uh, okay. what that line's looking at. Um, and their expected goals per 60 is just slightly over two. So, which is pretty damn good. Yeah. And and, and goals against, terms, how's that looking? Uh, I'll, I'm pulling up their actual things right okay. now. So they've, uh, they have actually, they have four goals actual um, nice. and four against. So just right even uh, one for one kind okay. of thing. So, and yeah. same with the goals for and goals against per, uh, per 60 as a line. Okay. Um, the exact same there. It's uh, expected at 3.12. So yeah, okay. definitely the, uh, you know, they've, they definitely stepped on the ice and that happens to be the lineup out there and there's a goal scored, yeah. um, which is kind of inflating that a little bit. So let's mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But um, even out of the couple of games that we've seen so far, they've, uh, they've done, uh, they've done all right. So um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm happy to see how that line goes for the rest of this season. Uh, thir- 13, no, 14 games left because we just yeah. game 68. So, yeah. They're, uh, yeah, I guess this is kind of going into the Islanders game a little bit. There was a bit of a shakeup with the lines, and I did uh, kind of recognize it while we were doing the watch along. I just didn't make a comment on it. But mm-hmm. um, just seeing it in the time on ice here, definite uh, mix up of lines happening there. Jones, McTavish, and Terry only playing 638 together. Um, and it looks like uh, Terry got swapped out for um, Frank Vetrano. Okay, because uh, they played yeah. five nineteen there. So yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, yeah, um, like you know, see what you got. I mean, the, the team wasn't rolling great in the second period, and not even really the third yeah. period either. Like, well, I mean, we got two goal, two goals in the first, and then oh, I guess we had one more. When was the when was the third goal? Oh, in the third period. Kind of yeah, third period the third, there, yeah. kind of so, later, yeah. So yeah, we did have a, a good stretch where we got scored on quite a bit and didn't score, so I, I'm not too mad about shaking up the lines. And Yeah. You know, the, only line, over, but. the only line that got kept together uh, is the Comtois-Grant-Megna fourth line there um, okay. that uh, played 926 tonight. <laughs> yeah. Makes so the, the next highest uh, lineup, I guess, was vetrano Lundestrom silverberg at 658. Just to give you the the idea there, so okay, yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess we can get more into the Islanders Ducks game because I didn't have anything else, and looks like yeah. you didn't have anything else for this Preds one. So, uh, yeah, six three final for the Islanders. Um, as we talked about, you know, Ducks were leading two one in the first, uh, then down three two at the end of the second, and then uh, Islanders just kind of finally capitalized on their chances. So, um, is the expected goals? accurate for this one uh yeah it is um i pulled no that up like 30 seconds before oh, uh, we went live <laughs> there yeah it was a rough, rough night, night. <laughs> for, for both goaltenders it's it's what happens when you have two goaltenders on both sides one team is good 
defensively while the other team is good offensively. So those kind of battle each other. But then you go to the other end where the Islanders are not so much of an offense team and the Ducks have no defense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But they got John Gibson. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, the uh, Money Puck had the expected goals tonight of uh, 2.06. So two goals for the Islanders and 1.08. So one goal for the Ducks was the expected. And again, the final score was 6-3 in this game. Yeah. So so it was <laughs> rough, a, rough for the, ex, uh, the goals saved above expected for both attendees there. Yeah, for yeah for both exactly there. So yeah, Ilya Sorokin putting up an 870 save percentage uh, yeah. in this game. Um, yeah, Natural Statric had an expected goals against of 1.4. He had three against. Um, but again, you know, like the Ducks offense didn't, as good as they can be, they didn't really do a whole heck of a lot as usual of, you know, getting high danger shots or that kind of thing, right? Especially against a a tight defensive team like the Islanders. Um, yeah, only three high danger shots there. A lot of low danger ones, but they were able to squeak one past him. Um, and two, uh, the other two were considered medium danger there for uh, uh, for the goals against there. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, then you look at John Gibson, who there were a couple watching this game that I'm... Like I'm not, I'm not sure which ones they exactly line up with, but I just kind of think in my head quickly. There's a couple that were not his fault. Definitely, you know, just the lack of defensive coverage in front or uh, just you know quick plays or that kind of thing. But there was a couple that I felt that could have had, I guess. So yeah, um, yeah he came into this game. Uh, Natural Static saying a 2.43 expected goals against and allowing six. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but at the same time, like, like the ones that the ones that I'll kind of give him, I guess, were you know those high danger ones. Uh, the mm. Islanders put on, and and just relative as well. I'll show you, you know, the, the the Islanders aren't that offensive minded, which we we kind of know. But yeah. um, they only got nine hate high danger shots against on mm-hmm. this Ducks team on this Ducks team defense. Only nine hundred uh, nine high danger shots. Not a Which, whole lot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, it looks looks pretty good, honestly. But uh, but when they got those, they capitalized on it. Natural Statrix saying four of those uh, goals were high danger goals there. Oh, wow. um, but then one medium, one low danger there. So yeah, um, yeah. It's really just a rough night for both goaltenders. Uh, honestly, and that's the roughest game we've seen out of John Gibson. I think in a long time like uh what was the game that was earlier last week i think it was um uh, the 5-2 seattle yeah like that was kind of a rough game for rougher yeah gibson but like in comparison this one sucked <laughs> to say yeah. the least like not even the yeah not even like the nashville game i don't think tops this one so yeah this, no, is, just yeah. A, this is just a rough night for him um yeah, yeah. No, I, I I would agree with that so, for sure. So, yeah, throw in throw in uh, Dostal for against Columbus because what well, we saw at Dostal against last Wednesday, and then Gibson's now played three straight games. So so yeah, yeah give him a rest. See what Dostal. happens with yep. Dostal. Yeah, and then you play uh, Vancouver again on the Sunday. Like you got you got a massive week. You got four games and. Uh, in seven nights coming up next week, like 
Oh yeah, so you you definitely get docile into it. Yeah, and you got time for more rest as well because you're in the middle of an eight game home stand. Yeah, right? exactly. Like take yeah. the opportunity, especially like coming to the. Like I can, I can get you know like oh we want to you know go balls to the walls for the the end of the season kind of thing but it's your you're in the Bedard sweepstakes yeah you're not pushing for a playoff spot right like yeah exactly like now is the time to give Dostal a bit a, a few more games yeah than which I mean I don't know will. if that's how you increase your odds at Connor Bedard but you know the, now's I, the time where you yeah. you, you experiment because you're not like. Yeah, oh, exactly. we need you to guarantee wins. Have, we just want to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, you see what you have in the pipeline, right? See, it's it's starting to kind of be tryouts for next year, right? Dostal yeah. is probably going to be the backup for next year, but and as much as we've seen of him, I want to see more. I want to yeah, see exactly. more. Right yeah. now is the time to do it. Yeah, no, for sure. So, uh, just uh, getting to some chat comments here. Andrew was saying for this game, yeah, first period was good, and that one, yeah, no, no very. Very few complaints there. Yeah. Um, uh, Marcus dropping dropping by saying quack quack. Hello, Marcus. What's going on, Good Marcus? Uh, also says, um, so I don't know if you know, but I'm from Nevada, but right now I'm visiting friends in Nova Scotia, uh, and it is so cold. Like, so, <laughs> so, 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 so cold. Yeah. And uh, Andrew is uh, currently soaking up the sun in Naples, Florida, and does not care much for cold or snow. Even though he's... Oh, yes, he says here, yeah. And, and he's... Canadian too, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I don't. I don't have too much more to say on this game. Um, oh, I, oh, I guess whoa, whoa. I, actually I do. Sorry, you're we, not we going to talk no. about our Lord and Savior. Yeah, speaking say of it, not known say, for say it with me, everybody. Our not known Lord for and our offensive Savior, production, <laughs> Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> Sorry, did I read that right? Oh, yeah, right. Kevin Shattenkirk with two out of the three goals on the night tonight for the Ducks. Yeah. I mean, one of them, like, yes, he got the goal (laughs) by definition, but like... But who made the goal happen? Trevor Zegras. Yeah. Like, you could have put down a two-by-four on the ice instead of Kevin (laughs) Shattenkirk, and it still would have went in the net. Oof. Ouch. And, like, that's not even me trying to, like, you know, take anything away from Kevin Shattenkirk. Like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, fuck Kevin Shattenkirk and trying to, like, offend him. I'm just saying, Trevor Zegras was that play. He made that play happen. Uh, you put me there, I, I would have scored a goal, too. Just, it, it was all Trevor Zegras. Like, literally just, oh, I have a stick in my hand, put it on the ice, and then Zegras does the rest. <laughs> Like that. To, that, to be fair, I, I to be fair, I've seen you receive cross crease passes. I don't know if you would put that one in. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a defenseman. When do I receive cross crease passes? So is Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a defensive defenseman. <laughs> so is Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> uh, not from what I've seen. <laughs> no, yeah, fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, that uh, that uh, that Zegris move. God damn. That was good. Yeah, it was that was silky. Just love it. Like, like it, I'm a I'm a guy and I I somehow like during the during the TV break for the for the watch party, I went and took a pregnancy test and it came out positive. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how, but Trevor Zegris. <laughs> it's magic, man. It's it's, it's just it's magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was a Beautiful move, yeah. Like pulling the puck between his legs to get to the backhand and 
pass it, uh, backhand pass across crease. Yeah. To, to Shattenkirk there, he taps it home. Yeah, that was a great goal. And then, yeah, Shattenkirk on the power play as well. Uh, for that second one, driving it mm-hmm. from uh, from the blue line there, and yeah, that that uh, one was all Kevin Shattenkirk. That was we'll, we'll yeah, give him that credit was a for good that. Shot. So that's the type of thing that we expected more out of John Klingberg, and did not get whatsoever. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it expected at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's what we expected. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Do you have anything else about this game, or uh, that, kind of that was really it? So on it, like the. The Islanders are known as a possession team. They definitely took possession in this game. Yeah. So uh, there's yeah, a lot of time sure. in, in the Ducks zone, it felt like. And uh, yeah, the, the Ducks tried the best that they could. But when you got Sorokin on one net, it's a defensive team. You have no offensive or defensive system uh, as a whole. This could have been a lot worse. This could have been like the, the second game of the season uh, where we last played the Islanders and it was, what, 7-1? So um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's an improvement from that. Put it that way. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. And and this is the, this is an Islanders team as well that you know they're they're pushing to hold on to their playoff spot right now. So yeah, um, you knew yeah. you knew that they were going to come out swinging, and the Ducks were. Uh, the, the second period wasn't so much the Ducks' issue in this game. I don't think uh, the the third period definitely was though. Oh yeah. No, so sure. giving up uh, giving up three goals in that period. So. Yeah. Mind you, I guess a little bit of the second period, but definitely the third. They just yeah. they just ran out of gas. So, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I I was a little surprised just because you brought up Sorokin because the uh, the Islanders played in L.A. just last night and Sorokin um, played in that game. Uh, so I, th- I I I thought we were kind of guaranteed that Varlamov was starting. I thought I even saw something come out that he was starting, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It wasn't super rep- super reputable source, but. Um, but yeah, Sorokin actually played both games in this back-to-back, which, as you said, they are fighting for a playoff spot. So like, it does kind of make sense that they're pushing a little bit harder there. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's um, I, I mean, Sorokin played uh, against Washington and let in five goals on Sunday. So oh, but then you know the Kings beat the Islanders five-two last night. So I don't know, maybe a little bit of a rebound, trying to get like a rebound game for Sorokin. Like, yeah, oh, maybe hey, he had a rough game last night. Like, just yeah. you know, let's let's try this one more time, kind of thing. Yeah, especially heading into the into the playoffs there, though. So, and I mean, yeah. I was gonna say, well, why wouldn't you do that against the? They play the Sharks later this week, but I guess the Ducks are just as good for that respect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but I guess just the the idea of doing it on a on the second half of a back to back is kind of odd. So, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I guess, really all we have to say about this one. Um, just before we head into a break, we got Andrew asking, uh, who is next on THPN? So, uh, on Friday, Grant will be doing the Hurricanes versus the Leafs, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 Eastern is when that one will start. And that's uh, who's next up there. There you go. Yeah. And we're not on the THPN streams for a couple weeks, but we will be back with one more uh, watch party at least, um, which is, if off the top of my head, April 5th against the Edmonton Oilers, that last week of the season there. That sounds right. Yep. Um, so, can quickly double check. The, the, the next and last time that the Ducks have a Wednesday game. Yeah. So not, so, so not next Wednesday and not the Wednesday after that. 
but the following Wednesday. Yeah. Three Wednesdays. April April 5th. Yeah, you were right. Uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. Um, second last week of the season. The Ducks have three more games. Oh, okay. That. So, yeah. They're going, going a little later than usual. But, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, on the other side of the break, um, we'll, we'll take a, a minute off here to catch our breath, grab some water, all that stuff. We've got a little bit of news, a couple bits to talk about, upcoming games, goals update, and what's quacking, which... Sounds like a lot. Shouldn't be too much. Should uh, should be able to get out of here pretty soon. But yeah, yeah. we'll uh, hear from our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code THPN, and I'll see you guys in just a minute. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We got Lucas hopping in the chat saying, just got home from the game. What's up, boys? Hey, What's Lucas. Going on, Lucas? <clears throat> Doing pretty good, pretty good. And yeah, sorry the boys couldn't get a win for you there, but hopefully it was you know still a good experience. Get to see the team live in person. Just hang out, have a good time. You got some goals to cheer about, which is good. Yeah, some go- some goals are better than no goals. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so as we said, a couple bits of news to talk about, which is definitely a change from the last few episodes. Uh, first one is that Anthony Stellars um, is, uh, I guess, out for the rest of the season after having successful knee surgery on March 14th and expected recovery time is six to eight weeks for that. Ex- Explains why we didn't trade him at the deadline. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Like, was he not like originally like day to day? Like that seems maybe it's because we're so focused on the ducks, but that seems to happen a lot with the ducks in particular. Yeah, it's like, like a I know there's other teams that are like thing, way more questionable like, about it, but oh yeah, the, this guy's actually out for months because he had to quit surgery. Yeah. It's, so, like, like, I get there's, like, initial evaluations and that kind of thing, but, like, that feels like such a massive jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's it's definitely more common for, I guess, a lot of the smaller markets, um, whereas we're, like, even aside from Edmonton and Calgary, like, we, we still just see all of, like, the Canadian media, like, more so, like, the Canadian team and, and those markets. So, and those teams, because the fan bases are so big, like they tend to get a lot more, I guess, just publicity or like there's more people asking or, you know, yeah. the, the teams feel like they need to give more information to the fans, whatever it is. So like we're just kind of maybe more used to that, even if it is, say, coming from like Vancouver or Winnipeg or Toronto or Ottawa or whatever. Whereas like the teams like say, not that these aren't, you know, 
bigger markets. But like, um, I know New Jersey is like very, very like secretive about their injuries. They're like, yep, out day to day. And then like a couple weeks later, they're like, yep, LTIR. And then a couple weeks later, they're like, yep, had season ending surgery. And you're like, it's October. How the fuck was he day to day at any point? <laughs> like what? <laughs> uh, so like, it's yeah. just, yeah. Uh, so they're one of them, like Anaheim. Um, it really, really a lot of like the more southern state teams are like that. Yeah, for so, some reason. Yeah, ju- just less coverage, I guess. Um, all around, like the I guess yeah, the, the, the 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 sports networks are more focused on say like the Rams or the um, like the Texans out of the yeah. NFL, like th- like just those teams, just because they just like we talked about ESPN on here like they just that that they, they just care more about those and, and fa- there's more fans that care <laughs> about those ESPN so. does not give two shits about hockey yeah yeah exactly so like <laughs> we know that for a fact yeah it, it's just you know they're they're not putting it out there and they're not listening to anybody that wants that information either so yeah yeah but yeah anyways tough for stellars i mean at least we get to be guaranteed to see Dostal up for the rest of the season, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, also unlikely that we'll see Stellars in a Ducks uniform again. Never never know, I guess, depending on trade deadline moves or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say it won't happen, but it, it's unlikely considering he's a UFA and it doesn't Gibson make and Dostal that are ready. It happen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lucas says uh, about ESPN, the worst channel to watch hockey. So boring. Absolutely. It, ha- it has been rough on there. I think, uh, were we talking about it last week? I think. I think so, I think so um, yeah. But yeah, like from what I've seen of like the, the two uh, national broadcasts for uh, for in the States there in particular, uh, between ESPN and TNT, I much prefer TNT. Oh yeah, for sure. So just... The like who they have, how they produce their their broadcasts, and just mm-hmm. everything just seems to be miles and miles better than what ESPN oh, does. Yeah. So, Perfect. like out of the, I guess out of like the four like national networks between Canada and the states, right? Of like Sportsnet, TSN, ESPN, and uh, TNT. ESPN, no question, is at the bottom. And then mm-hmm. the the other three, I guess I don't watch many NHL games on TSN, so I guess I'd put them at three just because I, I don't really know, I guess, too much. Yeah. Um, if I have to base it off of, like, say, the World Juniors, though, actually, no, I'd still probably leave them at three, actually, because TNT is that good. And then yeah. I kind of flip-flop on Sportsnet TNT, so. Yeah. No, that's that's a fair assessment, I think, but... but. Yeah. And anyways, um, speedy recovery. Wish the best for Stellars, and you know, hopefully, whether it's with yeah. the Anaheim Ducks or not, uh, he has a, a job next season because yeah, I think he he's earned it and he's he's good enough to have that. And hopefully, the the surgery is a speedy recovery for him. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Um, and then the other piece of news just came out earlier today, earlier Wednesday, I guess. Um, the Ducks signing prospect Nikita Nestorenko, who we acquired from the Wild, um, or we got his signing rights from the Wild in the John Klingberg trade. Uh, so signed him to an ELC two years at 925000 per year. This year counts as the first year of that contract. So this year and next year mm. is when he's signed. Uh, uh, $92,500 signing bonus, base salary 832 500 is how is the breakdown there. 
Um, I would yeah. very much like to go, yes, I will accept this job and uh, check my bank account. Oh, hey, $92,500 just got added to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, um, yeah, he, he was a sixth-round pick back in... 2019? I, I want to say that, yeah, but I thought he was older. So, But I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure oh, yeah, it was 2001 born. So yeah, 2019, yeah. 172nd overall to the wild there. So, um, and yeah, has just played in uh, college with uh, with Boston College there since then. Uh, 13 goals, 34 points in 36 games this season. Oh, um, and in 97 games with Boston College, 77 points. So kind of just under a point per game pace. This year has really picked it up, but very much known for his shot. He is a, a shot first guy, wicked shot. If he can get into a uh, an open scoring area, look out. It's, it's, it's got a label on it for the back of the net. So, um, so yeah, that's very, very, um, I, I guess an important signing considering he was I mean, we don't know what that fourth round pick in 2025 is going to be, but right now that is the main piece of the John Klingberg trade. So um, hopefully it pans out even yeah. even just for the next season. Like it's kind of a win. Like, okay, at least we got, you know, this player, but hopefully, hopefully longer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of curious if he would have been like rushed and uh, like gotten into tonight's game against the Islanders, but that's not the case. Uh, so I'll have to yeah, keep you an eye on if practice, he's... I think if he's in on uh, Friday against the blue jackets there, but um, yeah, he's, I, I was looking at some clips of his shot and yeah, he just kind of, it, he takes the shot like when he's in a good spot too, right. He's mm-hmm. not like just throwing the pucks on net just for the sake of it, yeah. um, which is kind of refreshing to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But, but he still um, gets himself into those positions. He doesn't just hold on to it and he's like, ah, yeah. it's not here. And I mean, I mean, I haven't seen a ton of him play, so maybe there's mm-hmm. a little hesitation, but it's, yeah, he, he tends to get it off quickly. So, yeah, exactly. And uh yeah, just honestly, I'm excited to see this kid play um with mm-hmm. us there. So like I know I was kind of hesitant just because it was signing rights initially with uh with the with the trade, but now that he's signed there, like I yeah, I'm excited to see him like actually put on the jersey and uh and and play. So and and again to clarify as well, he will be reporting to Anaheim, uh yeah. won't be going down to, to San Diego. So yeah. he, he is on a two-way contract, so like yeah. we can bury him quite easily down. My, in my assumption minors, is that he's staying up with the Ducks for the rest of the season, and yeah. then yeah, yeah. we'll see about next year, kind of thing. Where he yeah, is. It, it's we're going to give you some games for the rest of the season, see where you're at, and then at training camp next year, it's like okay, we liked what we saw, but you still have to prove yourself coming into training camp and show that you're ready for a opening night roster spot. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, but right now he's he's kind of being gifted with an opportunity considering where the yeah. ducks are. So yeah, here we'll toss you in the lineup right now when we are uh, 29th in the league. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let let's see how you do and when we're ready for zeros across the board, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, um, he is a left-handed shot, uh, but. He plays center and the wing, so I guess probably both wings. Maybe more of a tendency to the left wing just because he's a left shot, but um, you know, could maybe be that right winger that we need with Mason McTavish with the left-handed shot. You know, sticks on the inside, so able to get the puck off his stick very quickly. But yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We we will trust in 
I was going to say Verbeek, but no, I guess that decision comes down to our boy Dallas Eakins. So maybe <laughs> maybe we'll see where he's deployed. Probably fourth yeah. line for six minutes a night. But yeah, so what can we do? Um, yeah. All right. I guess before we get to upcoming games or that, uh, just Andrew in the chat saying that he was heading out uh, and having a good night. So yeah, have a good night, Andrew. Thanks for yeah. uh, for stopping Thanks. in. Yeah. Good to so. see you as always. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I guess we missed this too. He'll be wearing number 62 with the Ducks. And also you have a very random fact. <laughs> this is just a very random fact uh, that I saw. Uh, Nestorenko's, what, when is Nestorenko's birthday, Carter? I thought I saw it was in September. Like, just as I was looking him up, September 2001. Oh, no. Don't tell me. September 10th. Okay. <laughs> 2001. <laughs> okay, we're good. Just the day before, but I saw that and I was just like, huh. All right. Just a, like I said, it's a very random fact. Yeah. It's just Yeah. If your <laughs> if your birthday was the day after September 10th, 2001, would you change it? Would you just be like, well, I mean, I guess it would be probably up to your parents. I know somebody whose birthday is on it is on September 11th. 2001? Uh, not 2001. Okay. No, but, but if it was like if it was like that day, like that day that same year, I feel like I like if I had had it. Obviously, I was four at the time, but you know, <laughs> if such a traumatic world event happens where like everybody knows the date and the year, like just it's just a thing, you know, and it's yeah. just like such a sad day. If I had if I had a kid born on a day like that, I would be like. Let's pretend they were born the day before. Like, let's <laughs> let's just say that it was that. Like, I, you know, I feel like you. I feel like not to take a dark turn on this, but I feel like you can't really. You don't even have that option anymore. It feels like there's just something happening every day now. I mean, I but, guess yeah, but like that's. I mean, not not to say that like you know oh this trauma is worse than other traumas, but like it's I, like. Yeah, I don't know. Something that was so big on the global on the global on, scale. on like a global scale, yeah. yeah, and just like world altering. Yeah, yeah, I would just, like I because like you don't want your kid like going to school and it's like, oh hey, happy birthday, Timmy. Let's <laughs> let's all head down to the gym for a, a morning ceremony and then and then maybe we can have some cake, but we can't be too happy about it. It's got to be <laughs> chocolate with black icing and no streamers, no presents either. So, so like, I don't, it, yeah, it's just. It would be too too weird, and it's like, you know. <laughs> anyway, that's just my opinion. But so may, so maybe Nestorenko's birthday, they were like, you know what? Let's just <laughs> let's just slide that a little bit. Just, I'm just saying. If we ever get Nestorenko on the show, that's the question I want you to lead off with. <laughs> so Nestorenko, uh, I know that you just put up a hat trick last game, but let's not start there. Is your birthday actually September 10th, or did they? Or was it? Or was it the 11th, and you changed it? <laughs> Or your parents changed it. Oh man, can you tell that it's a late night show? Yeah, because we're just, <laughs> just all over the place. Delusional. Um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of delusional, let's get into some upcoming game predictions. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Because <laughs> the, uh... the first game that we have coming up is against another team trying to go for Connor Bedard. It is another round of the Tankford Bedard. Series against the Columbus Blue Jackets Friday night, 7 p.m. Pacific. At this point, we're just gonna see keep away, and then like you know, Trevor Zegers <laughs> is gonna get a breakaway, and it'll be like the ending of the Incredibles where uh they're 
where Dash is in the race. They're like, no, 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 slow down, slow down. No, 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 let's go. And then he just like, yeah. you know, shoots it wide with like a slow big down, grin slow on down. his okay, face. Okay, no, no, go, 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 go. No, no, slow, yeah. slow, slow. Go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Zegris just starts playing post. It's like, how many posts can I hit? So it looks yeah, like I'm exactly. trying. But <laughs> uh, you start seeing like Shattenkirk passing it into his own net. Like just, you know, cross crease pass, passes like inches in front of John Gibson. Like shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on Tuesday night, the Columbus Blue Jackets broke a four-game losing streak, uh, uh, winning in overtime uh, against the San Jose Sharks, six-five. Another game in the uh, Tank for Bedard's uh, series. Yeah. Um, I, I talked about it a little bit quick on the on the watch party, but uh, if you haven't yet, Carter, and for anybody else as well, you need to go look at Johnny Gaudreau's uh, overtime game winner for Columbus oh, yeah. because the San Jose Sharks do not put in any effort whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a lack of effort that Dallas Eakins is going, what the fuck are you doing out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. So, uh, to kind of give you an idea of where the where the Blue Jackets are, yeah, they, they went to overtime against... The Sharks. Okay. So, which both teams are near the bottom with mm-hmm. us as well, right? Yeah. But um, I uh, maybe that was the Sharks play the whole time because now I'm looking at the standings here and Columbus has two games in hand on the in, uh, in hand on the Sharks and are only two points back now. Maybe it's, maybe it's the Sharks long play, you know? Could be. Could be okay. You know, we, we we got to overtime, but we'll we'll give them this one. Yeah, get us a little bit closer. Yeah, so. never know. Uh, do you have a score prediction for this game against Columbus? Uh, for this game, man, I'm I'm looking at the scores and they're just kind of all over the place. Um, but considering San Jose managed to get five, uh, without Timo Meyer, um, eight seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm still gonna go for some kind of higher. I'm gonna go. I feel like Anaheim's going to take this one. Okay. I'm going to go 5-3 for the Ducks. Okay. Interesting. 5-3. I thought you were going to predict an overtime, because I'm definitely going to predict an overtime for Anaheim. Um, I was going to say 5-4, but that's boring because it's close to yours, so fuck it. 8-7. <laughs> shoot out the lights on a Friday night. Balls to the wall. Let's, let's go. go. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why, why can't it happen? I mean, unless we play Dostal. Ah, uh, that seems high. I'm going to go... S- it, it can happen either way, let's be honest here. Should, should I go 7-6? No, 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 no. I'll keep it. I'll keep Gibson it. Gibson or Dostal, it could happen. We've yeah. seen it happen. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. 8-7. Eight, eight, I don't I don't feel comfortable with it, but it's, it's what I'm predicting. <laughs> it's what you're going with. Yeah. I like it. Sticking to your guns. Yeah. All right. The game we got after that is against the Vancouver Canucks, who we just saw last Wednesday. I guess, yeah. Um, The Canucks lead the season series now 2-0, beating us in November 8-5, and then beating us last week in overtime 3-2. Yeah, how the Canucks been doing in their their last 10 here? Sorry, fun fact. Um, 5-3 was the final in the Columbus game that we played earlier. In the season as well, and that's oh, so gotcha. your prediction. So, forgot to mention that. But. There you go. Uh, 
Vancouver's on a heater. Five game win streak, seven, two, and one in their last ten. And on the road, that's where they dwindle a little bit. But then again, they, they just had a rough season to start with. Uh, 13, 5, and 4 on the road. I'm going with uh, the Canucks making this a 3 nothing series lead. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Going 5-2. Five, 5-2. Two. Five, two. Okay, I could see it. Um, I'm, I'm just double-checking my logic here on one guy in particular because i want to see this while while i'm doing while i'm pulling this up though you can give your your prediction i wasn't sure how long you're gonna be yeah no i see vancouver taking this one as well just a because they're on a heater this year and b because they've had our number um or sorry not on a heater this year they are on a heater lately but yeah they've had our number so um is this the end of the season series Oh, do we play? Uh, no, I think we still play them one more time. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, we still, yeah uh, we still play them on April 11th as well. I think it's the last game Se- of the season, second last or second, second last. last. Okay, we have LA after that, but yeah. Um, what do I want to say? Four two Vancouver seems right. Like three two with an empty net. Okay. Like I feel hmm. like you know, you always have guys when they're like kind of returning home for a game, they like to play good. Yeah. Especially. Um, unless I'm getting my geography mixed up, San Diego, not too far from Anaheim. That's where that Dem goes from. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, like, why are we talking San Diego? What? But yes. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, uh, relatively close. Yeah. And, and Demco as well, since returning from, uh, from injury there, uh, so he's played now six games. Um, only his first game back against the Dallas Stars, which was a win um, in overtime, did he... Yeah, only one game did he not have over a 900 save percentage. Oh, wow. He's been doing good. So, And even that game against Dallas in his return was an 895. Okay. So since then, 944, 973... 909, 900, 926. The first, like I said, against Dallas, but also the last, that 926 against the Dallas Stars there. Okay. So, yeah. Thatch Demko is... He's, he's doing all right. <laughs> he's, he's ready to go here. So, yeah. But uh, unfortunately for him, the Canucks front office doesn't really know what they're doing with their roster. Little little lost on what they're what they're wanting to do in the future and uh the Canucks are not looking for a playoff spot right now. So yeah. 29 32 and 5 on the season as of uh 1038 Pacific on Wednesday night. Yeah. All right. Well, you you brought up San Diego, Thatcher Demko's hometown just a couple minutes ago. And Man, we uh, are killing the segways tonight. Just crush we're on fire, dude. We're on such a roll. <laughs> um yeah, the San Diego goals uh also on fire this week. Just on, on a roll. Four game win streak right now. Yeah. This can be a Pretty good. Pretty that's good. Impressive. Just, just for like this the, team, that's uh, impressive. <laughs> just like the Anaheim Ducks, they are like, you know what? End of the season, why not get some wins? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're last in the league. No shot at, you know, playoffs or anything like that, well, basically. But, but why why the hell not, right? Let's just yeah. you know, score points, get wins, shut out the Henderson Silver Knights. Why not? I like it. So, yeah. So, uh, 
yeah, speaking of yeah, shutouts, uh, was the game on March 10th against the, uh, the Silver Knights there, a 2-0 win. Uh, and then the next night, they beat them again 4-2, uh, both those games at home. Uh, coming up, they'll play on the 18th against the Iowa Wilds before hitting the road for just a quick trip down to uh, Coachella Valley uh, to play the Firebirds uh, the next night. And then on the 21st, they're back in San Diego where the Wild uh, will still be waiting for them. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll play them again there. So, um, yeah, the goals uh, 19, 39, and one on the season now. Still just good enough, I guess, for uh, 10th in the Pacific Division out of 10 teams. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, the top five players uh, with, you know, the trade deadline having passed now it looks very different uh, compared to how it's looked throughout the rest of the season there. We have a three way tie for fifth spots between Braden Tracy, Glenn Godden, and our boy Pavel Regenda, uh, mm-hmm. all with 24 points there. Um, nice. Our other boy, Bo Grew, has 31. Michael Delzato is in third spot with 34 points on the season, 24 points of those coming with San Diego. Um, and then uh, Dylan Sakura has 35 points on the season, uh, three points with San Diego in mm. his four games so far with the club since the trade deadline. Nice. I like and that. Nicholas Brulliard, the defenseman, is now leading uh, the San Diego Gulls in points with 36 on the season in 59 games. Damn. And you were talking about shutouts earlier. Let's talk about some goaltenders. Talk about some goaltenders here. Yeah. Ole Eriksson Ek. Uh, he's got a 475 goals against average and an 849 save percentage. He's just not able to fix those numbers, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not just on him, it's the team in no, front no, of no. him as well. Uh, but Gage Alexander is going to the, the way he's been going in his first eight games in the AHL, it's almost looking like, like history has a tendency to repeat itself, yeah. What what was what was the last time the Ducks had two young goalies that were fighting for potential spots in the NHL? I mean, I don't remember the year, but there was Gibson and Anderson, you know, fighting against a, a few Jonas Miller a few years ago. Yeah, and right now you got John Gibson, who is still in his prime, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, but he's got Dostal knocking out the door, and. Uh, Gage Alexander is already knocking at the door here too. By the N- looks, knocking of on Dostal's door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight he's games got a door played. Chain. Um, he's got a two twenty four goals against and a nine twenty seven save percentage, a five two and one record. The only goalie for the Gulls this season to have a winning record so far. And uh, yeah, Alexander was the uh, was the goaltender in net against the Silver Knights for that two nothing shutout win there. Uh, Alexander also becomes the youngest goals goal, Gulls goalie to uh, record a shutout at 20 years, eight months, and eight days old. Uh, the previous holder of that record was Lucas Dostal uh, at 21 years, eight months, and four days. So, like a whole Look, year like a whole younger. Year, yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, Alexander, especially over his last three games, has been fantastic and 969 save percentage. Nice. And nice. a nine as a, sorry, a point nine seven goals against average over his last three games. Just shutting the door. Hey, damn, that's good. Love to he, see that. <laughs> he really went. 
yeah, a few months ago I was in Winnipeg. Oh, playing for like the Manitoba Moose? No, playing for the Jets? No, playing for the Winnipeg Ice. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go play in the ECHL now. Oh, okay. You, you need me in the AHL? Okay, I'm gonna make the most of this then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I went from junior hockey to one step away from the NHL. Yeah. In the span yeah. of a few months, Just like that. Yeah. Fantastic. It is. Fantastic. I mean, it, I, yeah. I remember like, you know, when we were talking early on about uh, Alexander, like when he was drafted and. Uh, that sort of thing, right? Like we saw the potential in him. Like I just didn't expect to see him doing these kind of numbers in the AHL so quickly. I guess. Yeah, um, it, it's very rare to see a goaltender yeah. at 20 years old in the AHL at all. Like, yeah, it's in a little bit of a you know unique, more unique circumstance, I guess. Yeah, but um, doing this, but well doing at this his well age, too. Like that's a North American goalie in particular. Yeah. You do see it out of European goalies like Dostal, right? Because yeah. usually by the time that they've come over to North America, they've been playing in men's leagues in Europe. Yeah. Right? But there so is the difference to, in yeah. ice sizes as well. So the, yeah. the 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 where the shots come from is a little bit different for them, I guess. So yeah. there's but, uh, a little bit of an adaptation that way. So like both yeah. ways have their pros and cons. But yeah, it's it's definitely unique for Alexander here. Yeah, and and pumping the brakes on myself a little bit too. He has only played eight games with the Gulls so far, but yeah, on a team that you know just went through a tra- the trade deadline as well was not. Excuse me. Oh, I got the hiccups right now. This is gonna be great. Um, <laughs> not doing great overall throughout the season, right? And being able to put up these numbers, it's pretty damn spectacular. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah, so. yeah, for sure. It's like again, like yes, Dostal played a lot more games in the AHL this year. Dostal can't even say though that he had a winning record this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got some very similar numbers, but he can't say that he has a winning record. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just taking a look at something. Yeah, no, never mind. All good. So, yeah, no, it's 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 just impressive. It's good to see, anyways. So, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's uh, get ready to get out of here. But first, we've got what's quack. Oh, I didn't do the Gulls update key. <laughs> okay, Can I hit it now? It. Yeah, press it now. Yeah, okay. press it now. My, 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 we were just like so good on the Segway trains that like it, yeah. we just couldn't throw off the most. We, yeah. we didn't need music to be like, okay, now we're transitioning topics because yeah. we were just like <laughs> rolling through it. But um, yeah, now, now into what's quacking. <laughs> All right, Carter. Mm-hmm. The Oscars were just this weekend. But that's not the awards that I want to talk about. Okay. W- were the Oscars this weekend? Actually? Yeah, they were. Oh. <laughs> Seriously? No, yeah, no they way. were. What? Who, yeah. I, I, who even won anything? Are you sure? I have no idea for any movies or that, to be honest with you. I just know that Brendan Fraser won Best Actor, huh. which is well-deserved. Yeah, Well-deserved. That guy's had a resurgence of his career, and it's been great to see. Yeah, full list of Oscar winners. Just give me best movie. That's all I care about. Best picture. It's probably something that neither oh. of us have watched. Everything, everywhere, all at once, which I've heard is very, very good. But no, I have not watched it. It's at the cheap theater. We should, we should go and see it. All right, I'll be done for that. Yeah. Have you heard of that one? Just because of the Oscars, honestly. <laughs> oh really? Okay. It's got a who's in it? Sorry, and then we'll go on to what's quacking. But that's no, um, all good. The actor, everything, everywhere, all at once. I think the director of it is the kid from the Goonies. 
Or do I, am I getting that mixed up? Maybe that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't recognize. What am I thinking of? Yeah, I don't know. I don't recognize any of these actors no. or actresses. Nope, not, not even a single one of them. That's okay, though, because like I said, that's not the awards that I want to talk about. Okay. I want to talk about the Oscars. Okay, well, All that's right? good. Let's, let's forget that this movie even happened. There's only, okay, I, as I'm talking about the Oscars, there's only one good thing that I at least saw that came out of the Oscars. And that was just another great Andrew Garfield meme. Because Perfect. Jimmy Kimmel was talking about, you know, if, if you're going to try to, you know, come at me, you know, you got to go through this person. I he, he, And, you know, he'll point to somebody in the crowd. Uh, the, the ones for me in particular. Uh, you got to go through the Mandalorian. It goes to Pedro Pascal. Mm -hmm. And you got to go through my buddy Spider-Man. And it goes to Andrew Garfield, and everyone's kind of quiet for a second, and then they all start clapping because everybody's expecting Tom Holland. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Andrew Garfield just gives like the cheesiest, like, oh no, like kind of smile. Yeah, it's fantastic, and it's fantastic. It's pure Peter Parker energy. Let's put it that way. That's that's good. <laughs> so, but I don't want to talk about the Oscars anymore. No, we've talked too much about the Oscars for not wanting to talk about the Oscars. I want to talk about the best. Flow Awards for oh, the Anaheim well. Ducks. Oh, you, I thought you meant the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, okay. I got better flow than you. What? You have, like, no flow. You got the beard flow, though. That's, that's different flow. But it works. That's, like, it best supporting work. actor, not, like, best actor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is best actor material. No, no, it's support. You, you take it's, that It's back. supporting no, your face. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is the show. No, no, because look, the beard my, is the no, show. No, with my hair, this is the show, and then my beard is just support. <laughs> just, same with you. It's it's not my fault. You just your hair sucks. <laughs> you know, sometimes movies have that like a main actor, but they're not the star of the show. Everyone's there for the supporting actor. Think. I don't know why this is the first one that comes to mind, but think the Polar Express, that animated <laughs> movie, as the kid. Do you know, do you even remember the any of the names of the characters? No, you don't. Do you remember any of the actors from that movie? I bet you remember one, and it's Tom Hanks as the train conductor. You remember who the stupid I'll kids just say are? Andy Greenway. No. What? Who's Andy Greenway? Nobody. I just made him up. I was just going to throw you off. Oh. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes, Tom Hanks. <laughs> but yeah, Tom Hanks. Everyone, and he's not the main character of the movie. Yeah, but it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, but he's a he's in a supporting role. And there's nothing wrong with being in a supporting role and being like, look at who we got as a supporting role here. It's not about this guy, but he's in it. He's, he plays a role. He's there for most Carter, of let's it. Let's think back to our, our third year here for a second. All right. Yeah. I had pretty, I had fairly long hair, especially for me. I had fairly long hair. I shaved my head. Nobody really batted an eye. It was kind of like, oh yeah, okay, I'm like yeah, and he shaved his head. All right. I shaved off my beard, and nobody recognized me people i've been friends with for years did not recognize me this is the main character the beard is the main character i have had somebody uh the calgary edmonton last so last uh preseason mm -hmm. calgary edmonton first game of the scotia bank saddle dome since uh since everything had shut down with covid initially yeah i had somebody from the other side, like not uh, width-wise, like lengthwise, other side of the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Yeah. And a bowl up 
recognize me mm-hmm. because of the beard and the backwards uh, snapback. Yeah. Okay. The beard is the main character. I, I don't have any <laughs> examples for this one in particular. Not supporting character. But, but because Lu- I'm Lucas not has my guy. back here. Okay, but here's but here's here's the thing though. <laughs> beard flow wins. Here's the thing. Your your beard can still be the supporting actor, but it just stole the show. Sometimes it happens. I, I, again, don't have any examples. Not a big movie guy, but the beard supporting role, but it it, not- it's just stolen the show. So everyone goes, yeah. everyone everyone goes to see this movie because oh, the, they they don't play a huge role, but they just this actor or actress just like just they make the movie. They, you have to go and and see it just for them, even though they're like not the main character. So for you, your your beard's just stealing the show. That's all. There's nothing wrong with that. The beard's the main character. Okay, you li- you live your truth. You remember how big of a deal it was when I shaved it just into a mustache after watching Top Gun this summer? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's the main character, man. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to the Ducks Best Flow Award. Yeah, <laughs> we got way off there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's all good. Uh, um, I, I will give you this one, though, because Lucas is saying, you know, he's, he's kind of making it two to one. Beard flow wins, center stage, pet flow contributes. So, okay, I, I seed. <laughs> all right, so we got the best flow awards coming from the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, this is after one of their practices, and the social media team is asking, who has the best hair on the team? And we'll just listen to the... Uh, Listen to the answers here. There is some some pretty good ones, I would there, say. There's some good ones, yeah. We need the audio, man. <laughs> What's that? We need the audio. Oh, no, I wasn't sharing it? Oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> oh, it's because I, I shared window, not the not the tab. There if we this go. desk didn't have a bunch of heavy stuff on it, I would flip it. You'd flip it? Okay. Yeah. Let's try this again. Okay. Let's try this again. Best hair on the team. Oh, myself. Not me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm buzzing it already. Shattenkirk, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. And but then, then wait for this. Re- and then. Evan Shattenkirk. <laughs> Shatty. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Shatty. <laughs> <laughs> Three guys in a row with Shatty. That's good. Because, yeah, that's, that's too good. Who's that? That's, yeah. That was McGinn Jones was one of them, and I missed who the other guy was that said Shattenkirk. Uh, Bolio. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's Bolio there. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Gibson. Zegris just with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Gibby. Uh, the goalies. I'm pausing this already because I'm, I know I'm pausing it a lot. That is the right answer, though. Gibson. As a oh, yeah. hair, the goaltenders. I- yeah, I, I saw someone comment on the video there, and they were like, um, "Trevor Zegers hair flip king," and they had like a gif of him flipping his hair. And I was like, <laughs> "What about what about Gibson's hair flip?" Yeah. What? I was just Lobo gif on, uh, on on Twitter there. Yeah, but like Dostal's got like the the very pretty hair kind of thing. Like what yeah, I it, it's, like what I wish I could do kind of thing. Like it, it's it's not flow. It. It's not flow, yeah. but it's yeah. it's just like it's clean. It's yeah. So yeah, it's good. Troy Stromer. Hair, Rico. Rico's got some nice hair recently too. I'll go with Rico. Me. <laughs> oh, great. Bolier. 
Could make the argument for Bolio though as uh yeah, as he's well, got some though. good ones. I'm surprised no one said Comtois, honestly. He's got some Yeah. He's got a good flow. Like Bolio, like Nathan's got the uh uh he's got like the Mohawk mullet. Like the yeah. curly Mohawk mullet going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's good. But um I I will pull up though, because there were some some images from the ducks uh uh, what was it from the the Lady Ducks fashion show here? We got a yeah. we got a good picture here, I think. Hmm. That, well, uh, while that, you're doing that, that uh, Lucas says I'd go straight Gibby. Uh, although Z's flip though, it, it is good. Not to take away from it, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Gibson's just so good. Yeah, so we got a we got a pretty good picture here. Mm-hmm. But I also just want to deep dive into this picture a little bit. This is, you got a little bit of a two for one here for the uh, for the for the what's quacking here. Um, there's a lot to unpack. Here. There's a lot to unpack. We're only like on half the picture here. Like Jamie, like Drysdale is definitely, you know, like the, the, the cousin that's like has gone off to college kind of thing. Yeah. McTavish is. Oh, fuck. The edibles just kicked in. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that or he's like, he's, he's come to Christmas dinner already hammered. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh. Chattenkirk is definitely like the uncle that's trying to be cool, <laughs> but also came to Christmas hammered. <laughs> yeah, he, like he was—he was the uncle that like was really cool in college. Like he was the guy on campus. Yeah, yeah, like the the receding hairline plus you know what is that? Is that three buttons? It's at least two buttons undone on the yeah. uh, the the shirt with the jacket. Like that's a that's that's a very like you know former cool uncle vibe so which is what i strive for because that's how i that's how i do my shirts um <laughs> and then we got that, that carrick there that's carrick just, yeah just, okay so so mctavish might have come to the party drunk but carrick is just gone oh point. yeah <laughs> yeah no it looks like he's holding on to shattenkirk and somebody yeah. else if if like if someone lets go of him on either side, he's going down. Like he's he's seconds away from meeting the floor. <laughs> he's so far gone that you know is he's he's gonna be asked like okay like Sam can you can you count to ten A B C D <laughs> F L M H E L P as he like tips backwards. <laughs> as we scroll over here, we'll get the other side here. We got uh, we got Troy, who's I don't know how how do we want to describe Troy? Honestly, like he's looking he's looking good. Like he's doing the thing that models do, where like they they tilt their head and they like they look down, you know, and it's like it's like kind of sexy. It's like oh man, look at what I'm wearing. Like yeah. check check me out, kind of thing. Even though he's like behind hidden behind. A couple of people, no, I, okay, like, you know what? Actually, I got I got Troy. I got Troy. Okay. Okay. He's the child that uh like is the successful one out of everybody. Yeah. He he's like the doctor. But he's the middle child, so he doesn't get the recognition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Trevor is easily just the youngest brother who is just yeah. off the walls kind of thing. Yeah. Like he's he's 20 and like he he could sit at the like there's a space for him at the the big the adult table but he like yeah. chooses to sit at the kids table because it's more fun 
Yeah, exactly. Because you get like, like a, he, like a plastic like fork and you get to play with like your food. Genuinely does that though as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Like, yeah, no, I don't want to talk with you guys. It goes to the kids' table. So, like, how many how many goals did you put up this week? Oh, hell yeah, man! Like, nice, nice work, nice work. Yeah, no, he's no, like, he's, he's, he's like, 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 oh, heck yeah, man! Yeah, as he's, he's like, like st- as he's like taking steak off the kids' plate. Yeah, exactly. And like, he'll let one somebody just go. Don't tell your mom that I said that. All right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you can use that one on the ice, but don't tell your mom I said it. Yeah. Um, Stromer there. Stromer's like the Stromer is the cool uncle in this photo. He he is yeah. Like he's, he's not the, he's not Shattenkirk, who's the formerly cool uncle. He like he's the like he's the uh, he's the John Stamos on Full House, uh, Uncle Jesse type sure. cool. Like he is like the cool uncle. Yeah. And then Gibby is just daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just daddy Gibby. Absolutely. Whereas like he's he's there to have a good time, but if anybody steps out of line, he'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I get like single daddy vibes from Gibby too. I don't get the single ones. No. No. Maybe maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part. Who knows? Could be. Yeah. <laughs> just just hopes and dreams. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so there you go. Cool. Uh I guess we've gone through, you know, the family photo. Mm-hmm. We've heard what the ducks have said for the best flow awards. Carter, who do you give the best flow award to on the Anaheim Ducks this season? Uh, well, Shattenkirk is the funny answer, and it's <laughs> the answer in my heart. Um, I, I do have to answer seriously and uh, agree with Lucas here and just just go with Gibby. It's it's hard to contest that flip, man, and, and, and that flow. It's just get you get that a little wet, and oh, boy, there's... There's more things than than just his hair getting getting wet. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, like you uh, said, yeah. I, I see Gibby do a hair flip, and I go take a pregnancy test, and it's positive because man, it's just magical. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know who do you gotta give it to. Oh, I'm 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 double checking right now because I think I think I have my answer. Okay, but I just want to be pick, sure. Don't pick someone lame just to like be cool and different. I hope I hope it's not one of those answers. No, I. Trying to think right now if he's even got like the flow necessarily going, but I know he can do it. Either way, he pulls it off. Uncle Rico, Mr. Adam Henrique. Yeah, no, that's a good answer. Yeah. Okay, I think I gotta go with Uncle uh, Rico. Underrated, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or I'll go with Z because I wish I could pull off longer hair like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good too. Honestly, yeah. I wish I could oh, pull off even like longer hair like like Terry. Yeah. Kind of thing. I just haven't really been able to like overly do it. Maybe I'm just styling it wrong. I don't know. I've just always like had shorter hair, I guess, usually. So Yeah. Which is fair. You make up for it with the beard. Yeah. You, you yeah, got exactly. a good you got a good one two combo, good main actor, supporting actor combo there. Yeah. Whereas uh I might whereas my beard game's not strong, so I gotta gotta try and make up for it with the hair, which is <laughs> which is also not yeah. strong. <laughs> it's, yeah, getting, like I, it's decreasing. Yeah. Like I know I can I know I can look decent with my beard grown out like i have had it to about like the logo here before yeah. on my shirt kind of thing so i like i have gotten it pretty long this is pretty short compared to like what i've had before yeah. so uh lucas saying here when that goalie mask comes off in between plays floods everywhere and he's Absolutely. not talking about flooding the ice everybody. nope nope not at all he's talking about floods in the stands yes and at home and all everywhere yeah 
everywhere. Yeah. All and right. He's not talking about people spilling their drinks, but while they are doing that, that's not what he's talking about. Yeah. Well, I I'm going to uh, dive deeper into this until you make me shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm making you shut up. Let's get out of here. Uh, I think uh, I think we've covered a lot on this episode already. If uh, if if you want to show some support for me and and say that you know beards are supporting actors even though they can steal the show just give me some love at carter underscore pots underscore 97 uh on twitter there nate where can people just you know praise your beard game or um whatever else yeah you can do that on uh on twitter at tate namas t-a-t-e-n-h-o-m-a-s yeah and if you want to nominate someone for best flow on the ducks or if you got some best flow yourself that you just want to show off, at Quack Report Pod is where you can show that uh, or send us. Lucas that. told me to keep going. So, nope. uh, have you ever heard There's of music going? Before? Get out of here. <laughs> uh, Twitter, they're not uh, the Instagram, you YouTube, yeah. Twitch, at Quack Report Pod, at Hockey Pod Net is the network. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday with another episode. And go Ducks, go. Yeah.